Good morning, everyone. I'm R.W. Estella with a word in edgewise. Today is the 8th of June, the 160th day of this leap year of 2020, giving us 206 days until 2021. Toward the end of last week, the number of reported COVID-19 cases worldwide topped 6.7 million, an 800,000 increase since the week before. The number of confirmed cases in the United States near the end of this past week was 1.9 million, an increase of over 200,000 confirmed cases since the week before. In second place was Brazil, with over 615,000 confirmed cases. In third place was Russia, with over 450,000 confirmed cases. The UK was in fourth place, followed by Spain, Italy, and India in fifth, sixth, and seventh places, respectively. The number of deaths globally has surpassed 390,000, up over 28,000 from the previous week, an increase similar to that from the week before. This past Friday, confirmed COVID-19 deaths in the United States totaled nearly 109,000, up more than 8,000 from the previous week's 101,000. In other words, nationwide, COVID-19 this past week killed more than 1,000 United States citizens per day. We remain the number one hotspot for coronavirus on the planet, and the UK is in second place with over 40,000 deaths. Brazil is in third place with nearly 35,000 deaths, and Italy is a close fourth place with nearly 34,000 deaths. Tonight, late, we might glimpse the waning strawberry moon keeping company with the bright planets Jupiter and Saturn ascending in the east, visible up until just before dawn. Also to the north, high in the sky after nightfall for the next several evenings, the Big Dipper is easy to find, which can then guide us to finding the Little Dipper. Simply use the pointer stars, Merak and Dube, at the bottom of the Big Dipper to help aim diagonally southeast toward Polaris, which is the star at the end of the Little Dipper's handle. Today in 1921, Babe Ruth was arrested for speeding, 26 miles an hour, in Manhattan, fined $100 and held in jail for four and a half hours. The New York Times reported that when Ruth was released, he sped to the ball game he was due at. Today, in 1969, became Mickey Mantle Day, when Mantle delivered a retirement speech that included, I walked into this stadium 18 years ago, and I don't have words to describe how I felt then or how I feel now, but I'll tell you one thing, baseball was real good to me. And playing 18 years in Yankee Stadium is the best thing that could ever happen to a ball player. In attendance were 61,157 people, and Mantle received a 10-minute standing ovation. Besides Mantle's uniform number 7, the only other retired Yankee numbers had been 3, 4, and 5 for Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, and Joe DiMaggio, respectively. Mantle once remarked about his posture, After I hit a home run, I had a habit of running the bases with my head down. I figured the pitcher already felt bad enough without me showing him up rounding the bases. Also today in 1969, Brian Jones was asked to leave the Rolling Stones. Today in 1984, Ghostbusters was released. Speaking of ghosts, 
and President Trump's intended visit to Guilford, Maine this past Friday, one can't help but think of the rather unfortunate predilection Maine had a little less, less than a hundred years ago for harboring homegrown Ku Klux Klansmen. Guilford is not far from Milo where in late summer 1923, the Ku Klux Klan held its first parade in the New England states and its first daylight parade in the United States. There, in a Clement Studio photo to be found in the Island Falls Historical Society's collection, is pictured a parade of several dozen white-hooded and white-robed Ku Klux Klansmen parading down the main street of Milo, Maine. Indeed, the early 1920s in Maine included Klan activities in many Maine municipalities. So we didn't wonder why the Bangor Daily News editorial title, Now Not the Time for Trump to Visit Maine, appeared in this past Friday's edition of the paper. Importantly, nearly a hundred years ago in Maine, racist activities such as those of the KKK had strong ties to Maine's Republican Party. Today is the birthday of Joan Rivers, who was born to a well-regarded doctor in Larchmont, New York, and to a mother from a wealthy family. Biographer Ed Morrow tells us Joan was ill at ease as a child, overweight, shy, and sensitive, but also bright, managing already at age 19 to graduate Phi Beta Kappa from Barnard College. She soon married and tried working as a fashion coordinator, but... Unhappy in her marriage and her career, she left both in 1958 to try stand-up comedy, eventually succeeding, after seven years of playing dives, when Johnny Carson booked her for his Tonight Show, where she became a hit, so that by 1973 she was headlighting Las Vegas, and by 1984 had become a regular substitute host for Carson. Today is also the birthday in 1867 of Frank Lloyd Wright, in 1925 of Barbara Bush, in 1936 of James Darren, and in 1940 of Nancy Sinatra. One parting thought from the NOAA website's homepage, stating, Rise of carbon dioxide in Earth's atmosphere continues unabated, Seasonal peak reaches 417 parts per million at Mauna Loa Observatory. And that's only the end of spring 2020. What about summer? Well, how about we all think about not leaving our automobiles idling for minutes and minutes on end just to run the car's air conditioners while sitting still, when we could easily enough shut off the car's engines, get out, and stretch our legs. From Orono, Maine, I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Here's to the penultimate week of spring.